There is absolutely no need whatsoever to sacrifice the body of Christ upon any altar. To do so is to limit the offering of Jesus Christ to the level of bulls and goats. The book Hebrews develops the theme that Jesus Christ is better. He is better because He is the very person, not just the picture that the Old Testament sacrifices and offerings portrayed. Better because His offering, His sacrifice, His priesthood is everlasting. With your Bible open to Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 12, join Brother Areza for part 2 of the series, Jesus is Better. For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Hello friends, this is Evangelist Oliver Areza reminding you that someone is praying for you. Well, once again, what a joy and what a delight. Thank you for taking a moment and tuning in with us today. We trust that the Word of God will be a, a source of strength and help and encouragement in your life. Well, we opened up this series last week from Hebrews chapter number 10, and we're talking about the theme that Jesus is better. Boy, isn't that the truth, friend? Jesus is better. He's better than education. He's better than conventions. <laughs> he is better than accreditation. He's better than contingents. He's better than associations, confirmations, He's better than denominationalism, pacifism, globalism, socialism, communism, terrorism, and like what the old preacher uh, Tom Malone said, and one day all the isms are going to be wasms, amen, because Jesus is better. So glad to have you tuning in with us today. Well, we're looking at the book of Hebrews chapter number 10 and we're particularly looking at verse number 10, 11, and 12. I want to read these verses to you. Powerful, powerful verses. The Bible says, By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Now, can I get an amen on that when they're once for all? Friend, when you got born again, you got born again. You are born into the family of God the entire Godhead was involved in your salvation if you are saved. God became your Father. Jesus Christ became your Savior, your Advocate. Amen. Your blood sacrifice, your vicarious sacrifice, and the Holy Ghost of God indwelt you. And when the eternal Holy Ghost of God indwells us, he brings into us eternal life. Amen. And when you get born again, you are in. You can't climb out, kick out, crawl out, slide out, slither out, jump out, jar out, jiggle out. Praise God, you're in. The problem is a lot of folks get confused with um, this thought here. They live in sin. 
And, uh, and because they live in sin, they go back to living in sin. Then they, the people say, well, they were not born again. Well, the Bible has an answer for that, and we're going to look at that after prayer. We're going to enjoy a beautiful number from Daryl and Laura Whitehouse. Beautiful song entitled, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we once again thank you for being so good to us. Whether we look up or down, right or left, Lord, we see the blessings of God upon our lives. Oh, we know that in this life some things, things, sometimes things happen that we don't necessarily like. But God, we know that you love us. And a lot of these things, Lord, we're just living the consequence of our own stubbornness and selfishness and pride and arrogance and rebellion. We pray now that you'll help us today as we look to these verses. Give us strength and courage our hearts. For we ask it all in the precious, wonderful, powerful name of Jesus. Amen and amen. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to pay. Often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear All because we do not carry Everything
Now we're looking at Hebrews chapter number 12. Now folks, I know that I have covered this before here and I don't really want to spend a lot of time on it, but but man, it just grieves me. It grieves me when people when people look at salvation as something that is so trifle and so light. I mean, when they look at the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and Jesus dying for our sins and then all that it took to raise him from the dead, the power of God, to think that salvation is just something so menial that you can have it and lose it, get it again and throw it away and lose it and gain it and lose it and gain it. It's just not that way. Now listen to these verses here. You see, the problem with a lot of folks is they don't understand the chastisement of the Lord. Now if you can live in sin and you never ever receive the chastisement from the Lord, well, I'm just going to let the verses speak for, for what I'm trying to say right now. Verse number 12, verse 1 says, seeing where, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which thus so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be weird and faint in your minds. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. Now listen now carefully. Listen to the word of God, not your opinion or not what some, uh, some a preacher said to you. Listen to the word of God. Or don't listen to reasoning. Listen to the word of God. He says, My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. The Lord is going to spank his children. You don't just go spanking a child, uh, somebody else's child, or correcting somebody else's child because they did something wrong. But you'll correct your own children. And you see, God corrects those that are His. For whom the Lord loveth, He chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom He receiveth. If ye endure chastening, listen, if ye endure it, if you go through chastening, then God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? Now, verse number 8, it's strong language, and I'm going to read it because it's in the Bible, so you'll get how God feels about it. But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. In other words, if you can call yourself a Christian and you can hold up a beer bottle and say, hey, here we go, once in grace, always in grace, and you don't experience the chastening hand of God, listen, I'm telling you, you are going to bust hell wide open. Don't boast about being saved because there is no proof of your salvation because you have not received the chastening of the Lord. Verse number 9, Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much more rather be in subjection unto the Father of lights and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure. But he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now the scripture goes on. Listen to the next verse. 
For no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nobody likes to experience a chastening hand of God. No believer, nobody is going to enjoy that. He says, Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Oh, listen, my friend, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. And over and over and over and over again, we see in the book of Hebrews that Jesus is better. The book of Hebrews teaches us how the Son of God became the Son of Man, so that the sons of men could become the sons of God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the God-Man. Now I want us to go back to the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews, and I want us to look at verse number 1, Hebrews chapter 10, and verse number 1. If you're able to grab a hold of an old-fashioned, old-timey King James Bible, do it right now so you can follow along. For the law having a shadow of good things to come. All right, so the law was a shadow of good things to come. Pretty simple. And not the very image of the things. So it really wasn't the image, it was just a shadow can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continue to make the comers there too perfect. So in other words, the Old Testament sacrifices, they were just a shadow of things to come. There was going to be one that came, was going to offer the sacrifice, that was going to make a once and for all sacrifice. You see, these year after year daily sacrifices, they could never continue to make the comers there too perfect, but their belief, their faith in what God said was righteousness. It was the righteousness which is by faith. They put faith and trust in God and their, and their obedience was a demonstration of their faith. He says in verse 10, For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. See, in other words, if they would have offered it and he would have purged their conscience, they wouldn't have worried about it again. But he says in verse number 3, But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. You see, it's something that they had to do year after year after year after year. It never made the comers thereunto perfect. He says in verse 4, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Did you see that? It wasn't possible that the blood of goats and bulls would take away sins. It covered those sacrifices, made an atonement. It made a covering because they were looking to that the Lamb of God, the sacrifice of God's Son, when He was to come and offer the once and for all sacrifice that was needed to make a cleansing of our sins. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. Whose body is this speaking of here in verse number 5? In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. God didn't have any pleasure in those. They were just a shadow of things to come. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Who is that speaking of? That's speaking of the God-man, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. 
Verse number 8, above when he said, said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hast pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, speaking of Jesus Christ, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first. That's talking about the first covenant. They may establish the second. Amen. The New Testament that was verified with his blood by the which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Hey, Fred, that's why the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is better. It made a once and for all offering. It just didn't make a covering for my sin or an atonement for my sin. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. When you've been born again, you've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. How sad, how shameful to think that there is a sin that the blood of Jesus Christ did not cover. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? What the verses are saying to us today? Oh, my soul. By the which we were sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And then he goes into these magnificent verses. Oh, I just love them. Every, and every priest, talking about the Old Testament priest, and every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices. Why did he do it over and over and over again? Why are not the Jewish people offering sacrifices over and over and over again today? Because Jesus came. And sadly to say, he came into his own and his own received him not. But, to, but the Bible says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, and even to them that believe on his name. But, after, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies may made his footstool. For by one offering... He hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Friend, if you don't understand that, you don't want to understand it. I'm telling you, Jesus is better. He's better than religion. He's better than a denominational confirmation. He's better than a baptismal certificate. He's better than prayer beads, prayer candles. He's better than transcendental meditation. He's better than the five pillars of Islam. He, he's better than the Muslim confession. He's better than praying towards Mecca. He's better than giving alms. He's better than the observance of Ramadan. He's better than education, convention, accreditation, contention, association, confirmation, pacifism, denominationalism, globalism, socialism, communism, terrorism. Jesus is better. Amen. And that's what the book of Hebrews is telling us can never make the comers thereunto perfect. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever, the Bible says, sat down. You see, the book of Hebrews develops the theme that Jesus is better to keep, to keep them from retreating from the substance back into the shadow. Verse 2, these offerings were simply a shadow. The work of Christ and faith in His work penetrates the very conscience of a man. And once again, verse 10, Christ is the once and for all offering. There is absolutely no need whatsoever 
to sacrifice the body of Christ upon any altar. There is a denomination today that re-sacrifices Jesus Christ every week. Every week they re-sacrifice Him. They literally believe that they are serving the body and blood of Jesus Christ to their church membership. The Bible says Jesus Christ was the once and for all offering. And I'm telling you, the denomination that does that, because they do it over and over and over and over and over again, they are limiting, they are lowering the sacrifice of Jesus Christ to the Old Testament sacrifices of bulls and goats and birds and all of that. How shameful. Oh, listen, there is no need to do that. Calvary. Calvary was the effect that... uh, that uh, it was the object that was looking from eternity past to eternity present that cast the shadow. Listen to these verses, friend. Every priest, Old Testament priest, standeth daily. His job was never accomplished, ministering oftentimes the same sacrifices which could never take away sins. But this man, the God-man, 100% God, 100% man, But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down. Why did he sat down? Because the job was done. And friend, that man can be your Savior if you will repent and believe the gospel right now. Maybe you'll make this prayer your prayer to the Lord Jesus Christ. Dear Lord God in heaven, forgive me of my sins and save my soul. I want to go to heaven, and I'm trusting Jesus and only Him to be my Savior. In His precious name I pray, amen. Friend, make sure and let us know about your decision for Christ. Be encouraged, and remember, someone is praying for you. Thank you for listening to today's program. This week, Brother Areza is offering a simple Bible study on God's plan of salvation. To take advantage of this offer, dial 304 873 2225. Or you can write to him at Arm P.O. Box 301, West Union, West Virginia, 26456. This weekly radio program is listener supported or is being underwritten by Eraser Revival Ministries of West Union, West Virginia. Someone's Praying for You is a Gospel Voice production. Do the clouds around you gather? In the midst of the storm Is your ship tossed and battered? Are you weary and worn? Don't lose hope Someone's praying for you This very day And peace be still It's already home the way
someone is praying.